welcome back to Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your co-host, Alexei Booth. And I am your host, Stephen Lebooth. <laughs> we, ha- <laughs> we have a handful of good we stories. We hope you all enjoyed uh, the stories last week. And give a shout out to my old bro- little brother in Oklahoma, Mikey. He gave me uh, some stories to check into, too, blah, too, and he's from... Uh, Westville, Oklahoma. It's right there on the Arkansas-Oklahoma border. Yeah. Um, Today, we have a handful of pretty good stories to tell you guys. Um, I'm going to be talking about the Pennhurst State uh, School and Hospital and the uh, La Lori Mansion. It's off of American Horror Story. It's the third season of... uh, It's the Coven season, and it's located in um, Louisiana. Mm. Don't you got some other good news to tell them? Yeah, but I was waiting on you to tell your stories. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going a little bit ahead of myself today. Yeah, uh, my stories today, one of them is the Converse Wolfman, uh, the Converse Werewolf down in South Texas. And then I got another story on the old Goatman Bridge. So it ought to be good, guys and girls. Yeah. Okay, so... We do have some good news. So we officially have a Instagram, a Twitter, a Spotify, iTunes, and an email for you guys. So our Instagram and Twitter is South Texas Ghost, and it's um, South, you know, S O U T H, and then Texas, but it's T uh, X like the abbreviation, and then Ghost. Uh, G-H-O-S-T-S. With no spaces, all lowercase, and it's like that for Instagram and Twitter. Um, and then Spotify and iTunes, it's both just ghost stories told from the south. And the email, it's all lowercase, and it's ghost stories told from the get... <laughs> ghost stories told from the south at gmail.com. And there's no spaces or anything. So... Just whatever you feel like doing, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Gmail, just shoot us a comment or something and tell tell us what you think about the show. And yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty pumped about iTunes. It's pretty cool. We got on iTunes, so we got oh yeah, and we uh, got one on. No, we don't got one on Stitcher yet. We're gonna get one on Stitcher, and I got us up for uh, Westwood One too. That's another big platform. Yeah, we're excited. We're we, excited. Uh, it's getting there. Oh, and we get some. Uh, we noticed we get some uh, audience members in Italy, Brazil, Brazil, and uh, India. In India, I'd like to say thank you guys for listening way out there. Yeah, I was really surprised. I was like, "Whoa, that's pretty cool." <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. So, uh, do you want me to kick it off, or you want to? Uh, you go ahead and kick it, boy. Okay, so this one is kind of a long one. I This one, I found all the history, and then just today I had to go back and find the ghost stuff. So there's a lot of history, but there's not that much ghost information. But it's also one of those buildings that it's, like, abandoned, but the state owns it, but it's falling and crumbling to pieces, so they don't want you going in it. So, like, not a lot of people can go in it, but also I've read and stuff that ghost not ghost adventures but like um paranormal experts and stuff like that have yeah. like gone on it paranormal investigators yeah. is that what you're trying yeah. to say i just didn't really know how to word it um so it's just it kind of varies i guess like on the person or like what you are or who you are so or like whenever you went so yeah 
But like I said, I couldn't get much ghost information, but the history itself is uh, pretty good. So, okay. So, the Penhurst uh, State School and Hospital, it was, a, it had like a hundred names. <laughs> it was originally known as the Eastern... Originally, originally. <laughs> it was originally known as the Eastern Pennsylvania State um, Institution, and it was for the feeble-minded and epileptic, 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 um, Southern Pennsylvania people, like anybody that was like that. Um, and it ran for seventy-nine years. That's actually that's one of the longest ones that we've had. Yeah. There are other. There's another one today that's like pretty long. Um. And it closed on December 9th, um, 1987. And then in 1903, the construction for it began. So, there's diff. So, in one. I read in one article that, like, only, like, a thousand um, and one hundred forty six people could fit. But in that other article, I, could, I read that only, like, 500 people could fit. Wow. So, like, I. I don't know exactly, but I well, know... I mean, a lot of these places are just kind of like the prisons at the time. And kind of like, you know, the problem we have now with prisons and hospitals sometimes. Yeah. They, they build them for, like, let's say they build, them, build it for 100 people and they end up getting, you know, like a lot of them insane asylums and asylums would end up getting two, three, five hundred 500 people and it was only meant for 100. Yeah. Well, and like this one, they ended up getting like almost 3,000 people. Jesus. And it was, they said it was only built for between... 500 and 1,000. So, they were way overcrowded. So, wow, yeah. That's crazy. That's a lot of people. Yeah. They're, so, they one of the articles, yeah, they said that they only had, like, 1,000 availability, like, only made room for that much. And there was, like, almost 3,000 people in Pennsylvania that needed the care. Apparently, they were labeled underneath that needed care. So. Man, that's crazy. But there was still... I I said hillbillies. There's two buildings. There was two hillbillies by a building. (laughs) There's two buildings. There was one for educational and the, uh, like, industrial use. Industrial use. And there was one for the custodians and the asylum use and stuff like that. So, two buildings. And there's other buildings, too, but those are, like, the two main buildings. Are the hillbillies still in the picture? No. <laughs> so, like, okay, this building also is one of the ones that was, like, a community. It had, like, farms, and it had, like, like it was its own thing. See, there was a, I mean, there's a, that's just like that one uh, you said that was in San Antonio, how they were self-sufficient. I've, a lot of them, I'm realizing, are like that. Like, they yeah, were very if isolated. If they're that big and isolated, they're usually, you know, self-sufficient. They used to have a lot of prisons, though. I don't know if the prisons are probably like that anymore, but I know back in the day, a lot of them were self-sufficient. Yeah. Especially, uh. Your southern one. And if they, like you said, if they was out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So, and then again, this is another article that I read where it said, like, no fewer than 500 patients could be admitted or whatever. But then, uh, uh, clearly, there was, like, almost, like, 3,000 admitted. So, I'm not understanding that part. Um, Because then it did say that there's no room for, like, additions or they didn't have money for, like, add-ons and stuff. But... Obviously, there was. I don't know. Well, yeah, they had to have some <laughs> kind of money. I mean, Jesus, they kept taking all them patients in. Yeah. Because even if it was a state-ran facility, or it was probably a state-ran facility, and they'd get money for how many people were in there. Yeah. 
Um, so the in 1903 the construction began and then it lasted until uh, 1908 and then on November 23rd of uh, 1908 um, it opened and then within four years of it just like running and going the building it already was overcrowded and it was under a lot of pressure to admit immigrants and orphans and criminals. Wow. Yeah. Only in four years. And in four years it was overcrowded. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. So these, this is one of the hospitals that it's like, I say hospitals, but it was a lot. It was weird. So, okay, this is one of the places where it's like classified into like different categories. So they were, their categories categorized into like mental categories of um, insane, um, their physical conditions, like their health, or they even went off of like their dental like All if their teeth, records and stuff. well, like if their teeth were good or poor or treated, like good teeth, mm. like I don't. So yeah, I don't. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, I was like, what? Oh, man, <laughs> let's keep this, and she's got some good teeth. We can sell them. I on know. The <laughs> it was like what? What? Uh, his teeth are rotten. Don't let him in. So the patients also had like a lot of labor. It was like the prisons. Whenever like you got to not, I don't want to say admitted, but like when you got put there, they made you do labor and work, but. The patients or whatever here, they made you do work. And this was also a school. So, like, instead of them teaching most of the time, they would just give you, like, one really easy thing to do and you'd be fine. Like, there wasn't ever any teaching. So, basically, they said, here's a crayon book color. Yeah, it was supposed to be a school and, like, a hospital slash asylum, too. Like, and it was not that. It was terrible wow. and the conditions were terrible. And they made, basically, the SA inmates, but, like, cause that's what they called them, inmates. And the patients, basically, they're slaves, like to do everything and why wow. they sit on their butts. And the That's so that went back then, man. There wasn't no like. Yeah, it was terrible. Supervision, really. Um, so the industries, like the industries that they had to do, or like they were assigned, they had to uh, make mattresses, or and mattresses, 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 mattress, whatever. They had to make those or fix them. They had to make shoes or fix them. They had to grade papers. They had to farm, like help out in the farm. They had to do laundry. They had domestic rules. Um, they had to do sewing and baking. And they were butchering, like, the animals and stuff, like, for yeah. food. Um, they were painting, and they were working in the store because they had a little store. Um, yeah. So, and then also they had uh, cottages. Specifically, I don't know. It didn't say when or, like, when it was made or like what went up to it but they were they they had these cottages that were specifically to keep women and men apart because i guess a lot of them were trying to have sex and they didn't want no pregnancies trying to do the nasty yeah well they weren't that crazy if they you know um this also kind of ties into american horror story because um remember whenever the girl um lena winters or whatever not lena winters the one that was admitted because she was trying to expose the hospital Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she got out, and she exposed the hospital for what it was, and she went yeah, back and videotaped everything. Yeah, because she wrote that everything. book, remember? Yeah. Yeah, because at the end of it, uh, oh, Mr., that guy, her, uh, uh, what was bloody the killer? Face. Yeah, Bloody Face's face son, remember? Bloody, yeah. Went to her book signing. Oh, yeah, it was Lana Winters. Yeah. Cha-cha-cha-cha. Anyway, so, and it's kind of like the same thing. So, in 1963, conditions at the... Um, hospital were exposed through television. 
And like yeah. the one person that went there, it was like basically like the same thing. Somebody that went there exposed the exposed hospital. Exposed them and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then in 1983, an employee, um, or many employees, it was nine, was indicated. I don't. That's like a fancy word, I guess, for charged. Hmm. Um, or it's like faced with charges from slapping, beating. From slapping and beating patients, and some were even in wheelchairs, like, defenseless. And they even arranged patients to, like, beat each other. Oh, gosh. So they had a fight club for the. Yeah, it was bad. It's messed up. Man, I'm bored. Well, hey, let's get that guy over there in cell 8 to fight the guy no more over there in cell 10. I, that's, like, how it was. Gee. And eventually, I didn't look it up, but I probably should have. It was the uh, Holderman case. It shut down the institution. So that it doesn't run anymore because that whole that case shut down the place. Hmm. I never got looked into it, <laughs> but I should have. It's probably kind of yeah spooky. Um, well, there's probably neglecting them, raping them, beating them, like you said, all sorts of crap, just being total shit. And then the crap. instigating patient on patient fights that was like that's crazy, man. Hey, that patient over there is talking crap about you. Yeah, and then like yeah, um, another thing that they did had they had containment tunnels. There was at least um, 1,200 people there, like, that was down there at one point. It was a government facility and was hidden underground for decades. Like, no one knew what it was until, like, it pretty much shut down. And then it's pretty much where patients were experimented on in, in, on in human ways. Like, you know, like, lobotomies yeah. and stuff like that and stuff. The government just doing what they usually do, come in and make guinea pigs of you. Basically, yeah. So they turned one, because like I said, there was many like built buildings. Yeah. They turned one of the buildings to, it, bleh, sorry, I'm talking really fast. They yeah, you need to slow it down. <laughs> I'm excited. I love this stuff. They turned one of the haunted houses into a, I mean, they turned one of the places into a haunted, a haunted house. house. Yeah, because like I said, they have many buildings. They turned a haunted house into an asylum? <laughs> and the like I said, there's probably a wow. lot of investigations, like paranormal investigations that you can do there. So. Yeah. But, um, and then by 1960, there was at least home to almost 3,000 people. Wow. And then, so, and then they said it was like 900 more than capacity. So that's where I got confused too. I was like, well, at first it said like no more than like 500. Now it's saying it's like, yeah. <laughs> so I never, I wasn't really sure how much yeah. it was built for. But the, so this place, it, really neglected them because they had individuals chained to adult-sized cribs and they had children in cages. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, that's where I want to go if I go loony. They sound <laughs> like they know how to treat a patient. <laughs> so this is um, a former resident. He complained and like, I don't want to say complain because that sounds like I'm one of them. But he, like, said something about everything that was happening there when he got out. And he complained – or I don't want to keep on saying complain. He said something about the intense physical, emotional, and physiological – Physical – never mind. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, abuses Every, at – <laughs> Abuses at the hands of the uh, nurses and the caregivers. God. And – um. And then, don't even sound like they even really attempted to make any any kind of attempt to like fix it to, to fix anybody. Yeah, they just or gave do anything. Just gave up. Just sit there and be like, well, well, we'll just let this carry on. Yeah, well, and it did say that it changed the way American, um, the American legal system, 
um, works, and it changed, like, as... Yeah, well, because back then, the uh, people didn't have any rights. Yeah. They were just like, who cares what they're doing to them? They're freaking, you know, because like I said, back then, there it was... People did it all the time. If you was born and you was a little crazy or... Depressed or this or, or whatever. Or whatever they'd Anything. Be like, they'd be like, oh, well, we... We, we don't want you to be part of our family. They'd ship them up to them insane asylums and yeah. keep them there and never go see them or anything. Yeah. Even it, like if you didn't, if your land just didn't want you, they'd be like, bye. Yeah. Well, that's like JFK's family. Their sister back in the day, them lobotomies, they sent yeah. her there to get one and she was brain dead after that and had to stay there the rest of her damn life. Jeez. She was perfectly fine when they gave her a goddamn lobotomy. Wow. Stupid ass. Well, and it also helped with the way that society treats, like, those people with special needs. Oh, yeah. Because if you notice now, everyone's really, I mean, there's some people that are still yeah. jerks to them. But, but the overall, people it, are yeah. so nice to them now and, like, actually socialize with them. And they don't have a other yeah. world, you know. So, that's pretty much the history. That's the history. Um, so, now we're going to get on to... The, uh, almost said the uh, history the, the, <laughs> the ghost stuff so okay i did mention that there was other buildings i don't really didn't know the names of them but um the names the of them are noticed or said in like these ghost stories yeah. so there are at least other 20 buildings i do want to say that and the basement of the mayflower that is one of the buildings there is a doctor in there He's very angry, and he likes to throw his surgical tools and everything at wow, you or jerk. other stuff. <laughs> like, I wonder if he was like that in real life. I, I didn't like. I couldn't find any history on like what happened to him or anything. Jeez, there ain't no but time. it just says that, like, as I read the reviews, of people going there and stuff. Because like, wow. like that's how I can only find ghost stuff. Yeah, that's true. Because it ain't. Yeah. And then there's a Quaker. There's a Quaker building. And Quaker. This one girl and her friends went in there, and her and her friend both saw. Both saw, both saw, both saw, both saw four sets of glowing red eyes. Uh, screw that! I'd be running out of there. I'd, man, that shit. I know, right? Um, and then paranormal investigators went in and they heard like over the MVPs or whatever. Oh, somebody yeah. was threat threatening them to leave. Oh God! Like warning them and stuff too is weird. That'd be weird. Um, I don't know what I'd do if I heard that. Yeah, I don't... It would be kind of crazy. There is a um, little girl and a man. Um, they rock chairs. Or, they rock chairs, but sometimes they do it on their own. Like, the chairs rock on their own, like people sitting in them and oh, stuff. Oh, God, that's weird. And then the doors um, open and stuff on their own. And bruises are left on some of the people. No. Like, it's, yeah. Um... And the Quaker building, that's where all the stuff has pretty much happened. That's, like, one of the most haunted buildings over there. Well, I won't be going to the Quaker building. <laughs> and then there's also, like, sounds of dragging chains, like, no. dragging metal chains. And there's, like, you can also, like, they say you can, like, hear the patients vomiting. But oh, it's abandoned, gosh. so it's, like, obviously ghosts. Yeah. But, so, that's pretty much all I have on that. But I, I know I'm doing a lot of, like, asylums, but I do honestly find them interesting. Not, like, the crap they did to people, but, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm really weird, and I really do, like, I don't know how to explain it without sounding really offensive. <laughs> I just, I like it's it. It's interesting to you. Yeah. Bicycle. Okay. Yes. So, well, now it is Daddy's turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to so, talk about, we're going to talk about the uh, Converse Werewolf. And this is uh, takes place around Converse, Texas. 
But ain't about that. Well, legend has it, and the story goes that uh, I mean it. This is another one of them stories. Some folklore in it, but some facts. Uh, okay. You know. So legend goes in the late 1800s, there was a uh, soldier who just uh, came back from, uh, you know, to start his life over. He was a Civil War guy. I think he fought for the North. And he came down here just to get away and start his life over again. And, you know, Texas was trying to be a state, I think, at the time. Anyways, just wanted a new life for him and his family. So the couple, uh, him, him and his wife at the time, moved down here. And they had a boy. Well, the boy, he wasn't real. He wasn't a real big country guy. He liked to read books and study and stuff like. That. He was a real big book guy. He loved reading books. <laughs> and of course, back then you got called, made or made fun of for you know liking books and all that. You know. Yeah. If you weren't real manly, out riding horses and shooting stuff and fishing and hunting, you weren't a man. That's how they thought. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how narrow, narrow-minded we have been through history. I know, right? Shit. But anyways, yeah, his uh, dad, you know, was getting really irritated because he didn't want to go out hunting with him, you know, when he'd go on his hunting trips to get food or go out in the in the farm uh, on the farm and pick stuff from the land, you know. I mean, he just wasn't interested. He was riddled. Well, he finally got it done, and he uh, told him, he said, "Hey, here's your here's your gun. You need to start going out there and learn how to hunt and get some dinner, be a man, learn how to take care of your family." So he goes out there, and the boy said he see he comes running back. I mean, hauling, but he's gone for like thirty minutes. He comes running, but we're just hauling ass, running really, really fast. And uh, the mom and dad's like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" Well, he's like, "Oh, mom, I don't know what I'm seeing. It looked like a werewolf or a hairy beast or something out in the woods." And of course, the parents, even his dad, was like, "You know, whatever, son. You're just not wanting to go hunting. You're scared about being out there in the woods by yourself." You know, just you know, just be a big boy. Go out there and you know, hunt something. You got a gun. You ain't got nothing to be worried about. There ain't nothing gonna attack you. Well, he sends him out there, and he sends him to uh, Skull Crossing. It's a famous part of this creek that they live by, where people crossed a lot. <laughs> he told him to go out in that area and hunt and see if he could find a deer or elk or something. Well, uh, he sent him out there. I think about three or four o'clock, and then nightfall came got a little darker got darker well the man got concerned and got scared so he rounded up a uh, oh he never came back yeah he never came back so they rounded up a uh a posse a search you know, party a search party to go look for him and they looked for him and they found him when they came to him they seen this hairy beast it was right i want to say how they explained it it was like right before nighttime so i think they could still see like right before the sun hit yeah or and, sun fell yeah and uh they was sitting there uh looking for him and they found him and uh, they seen a werewolf lunched over him eating on him and they tried to shoot and they missed yeah so he was dead he was actually dead and that's and that's where they found him they found him down by the uh, shore where it looked like something was gnawing on him all because his dad wanted him to be a man because yeah. he was reading yes and so I bet you the dad blamed himself really bad for that one yeah. Jeez. Yeah, and then the dad after that, the mom and dad kind of went crazy after that. I think they died kind of early and just kind of... The dad blamed himself a lot, they said. 
Well, yeah, it was his yeah. fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a, uh, it's another one of them, uh, you know, urban kind of folklores, you know. You so like, does he like, true. does he like haunt the place or whatever? Like now. Well, they said they uh, not the kid, but that's what I was oh, saying. Oh, like there's the a, werewolf. Yeah, there's a lot of sight. Ever since the, ever since people's been settling down there, they've said they've seen the uh, that that werewolf. That, you know, all the time. Always have sightings. <laughs> Where is stuff. it again? Converse, Texas. So we ain't going there. I don't yeah, want to get eaten I'll by put a the werewolf. Cabin down there. I don't want to. I don't want to get yeah. eaten by a werewolf. It's right oh. there on Skull Creek. We're not Skull Crossing. We're not going over there. Yeah. No. Come on. If I get eaten by a werewolf, we're going to blame yourself and go crazy, too. Wow. And then you have to do the podcast all by yourself. That would not be fun. I'd just call the werewolf guy. Yeah, but that's uh, I thought that story was pretty cool. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, people see, you know, have sightings of the goat man and stuff. And that's kind of unique. You don't hear about a werewolf legend in Texas or anything. Yeah, no, you really don't. You just hear about, yeah. like, a woman in white and... Yeah, but he was uh, like that. apparently a bookworm, and his dad didn't like it. Sent him out there to hunt. Never came back. Yeah, the werewolf got him. Yeah, but they've bad had sightings. The I was reading on some of it, some sightings. You know, like like I said, people hunting and stuff. And there's been a even reports too of it hitting the side of houses and stuff. Or like if people are out camping, shaking the tent. Oh no, no. Yeah. Ew. Or if you're out there hunting or something, there late, late at night you can hear the werewolf howl. Oh God, no, no, <laughs> I do not like that. So next time you're out there in the woods, uh, you hear that old owl. You better <laughs> I'm think a high telling it out of there. <laughs> it might not be a coyote. Oh God. It might be a monster. A werewolf. A monster. With converse. <laughs> Okay, well, you know what? Speaking of werewolves, I think we're going to move on and uh, talk about the um, LaLaurie Mansion. LaLaurie. La I think I'm saying it right. LaLaurie? Because it's not LaLaurie. 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 Yeah. LaLaurie. Sounds good to me. It's good enough for the girls I date. <laughs> okay, so it's the LaLaurie Mansion, and it is in, in New Orleans, New Orleans, Louisiana. It is in New Orleans, Louisiana. <laughs> Way to go, stupid. It is in New Orleans, Louisiana. So, as I mentioned, American Horror Story did actually record it, or, like, record their show, and it was part of Coven, the third season. And they based the person who lived in the mansion, or whatever, off of the car- the off of this off of this person. So, it's a true story, and it really did happen. Oh, it's about the main chick, the one who was uh, doing that mean stuff to her slaves. Yeah. Which which voodoo? Yeah. Lady? So I really sorry. I just hit the mic. So I really really love the story. Not like what happened, but it's just so interesting and like it ties into American Horror Story, which is one of my favorite shows. Oh god. And I really yes. don't want to offend anybody, but like there is African American slaves and stuff in this thing. So like I'm sorry if I offend anybody. I'm not trying to. But let's speaking. Let's move on with it. Okay. So I'm gonna try to say her full name once, <laughs> and then I'm gonna start going or whatever one called her. So her full name was uh, Marie Delphine McCarthy Blackie. Man, her name even sounds like, I'm sorry, but her name just says, I'm a bitch. I know. I mean, um, her name just says, I'm better than you. Yeah. It was Marie Delphine McCarthy Bl- something LaLaurie. So everyone in the show, she went by Marie, Marie Delphine LaLaurie. But she was LaLaurie. the main voodoo woman, right? No, the, no. 
Not the voodoo. Oh, she was the white chick. Yeah. Then. Oh, okay. The what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She did seem so snobby. Um, she purchased the property that the land was built on. That the hotel or the hotel, the mansion. The house was built on. Yeah, there. that it was built on, and she built it. Um, and it was a three-story mansion. Um, and she built it in the eighteen in eighteen thirty-two. In eighteen thirty-two, we took a little trip. So in the attic, there was slave quarters. And in the show, there was, like, cages and this and that, and it w- that's pretty much how it was. Really? It really was like that? So how it was in the movie when they showed the attic parts, that's, that's how she kept them? Yeah. And she fuck? had slaves, like, because all her slaves were African-American or, yeah. like, you know, different color, like, a different color than her. So she had slaves that would, like, she had the help that would, like, do the bring yeah. her food and stuff and then she had some that would help torture her, that she'd make help torture oh my god so she would not only torture the guys she would make the slaves torture their own slaves i mean torture their own kind oh yeah like, their own family people. basically yeah. their own people um That's so yeah she had some of the help or wow. whatever tied up to the kitchen stoves and stuff sorry i keep on i'm messing with my paper um they had some of the i keep on i want to call them help but it sounds less offensive the help tied up to the kitchen like the people that were cook and clean or whatever they'd have them tie up to one spot so they really couldn't run away wow yeah that's crazy so yeah um she gained a reputation, a rep, reputation, a reputation, like, quickly for, like, the cruel, for being a cruel master, basically, behind closed doors. Even though no one really knew for sure, but, like, you could hear the screams and everything. So, like, she obviously pretty much gained. Um, and then one of uh, her neighbors reported seeing a slave run away from her as, on the roof, run away from her as, um... Madam, Madam Lori, La La Lori, that's La Lori. <laughs> La Lori. Um, hit, tried hitting her with her whip, like running for her life. Jeez. And then, um, I think that woman's just a little psycho. Yeah, and as she was running away, she fell off the roof and fell to her death. What a dummy. So, she did get away from her, but at the same time, she did die. So I don't know if that's a win. Um, and like I said about the, uh, kitchen help being tied up and stuff to the stove, um, in 1834, a fire broke out in the mansion. Well, what happened to the house after she fell off the damn roof? Who got it? No, not the white one, the slave. Oh, the, oh. The one that she was chasing with the whip. Oh, oh. That's why I was like, I don't know if it's sad or... That is sad. Man. Well, but, but was running for his life, trying to get out of yeah, there. Yeah, but I mean, like he also is not suffering anymore. That's well, why. Well, that's true. It's kind of. Uh... I guess I was like, I don't know if it's a win or. A... Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so an eight. So this point, the the Madame Lalaurie. That's what she went by, Madame Lalaurie. She still she still has the house because she's not the one who fell off the roof. Just to clarify, the slave did because she was running from her. Or whatever. So in 1834, a fire broke out in the mansion, and and the residents that were like her neighbors basically ran because they were like, "Oh my God, a fire!" And um, I don't know how. I guess she had like different slave areas because they tried to go to one of them, which they thought were the main like main entrance, and she wouldn't let anybody in. Oh. Really? And they had to kick the door in or something because she wouldn't give them a key to get in. Oh my God. And they found out what was happening. They found like um, seven. Horribly um, mut- mut- 
mutilated Mut- slaves, oh, and they have been imprisoned for like it looked like a long time. And once they found that, they then gathered like an angry mob and went to her house, and they burnt it down or like set stuff on fire and stuff, and they um they destroyed everything in the house, and she fled to Paris. Wow. Yeah, she ran, and she lived out the rest of her life there. And I really couldn't find anything after she went to Paris, but that's where she stayed, and she died there. That's crazy. She got away with it. Yeah. Um, so, but it said after the uh, fire, it was um, in 1900s, it became a girl home, like a girl, an African-American girls' school. Oh. And they said, because of, like, whenever it was or whatever, I'm guessing Madame LaLaurie was already dead. So they say that she haunted the girls because, like, she went back to her home and she yeah. like haunted the girls' school there because the girls said that they would just randomly get attacked and stuff, not by other girls and not by the people there, just like like nothing, and they would get bruises and stuff there. Golly. So and because they were African American, I'm pretty sure that's why that. Because oh, she yeah, was, cause yeah, she was yeah because she was still you know thinking you know she was back in the. 1800s when that was legal and yeah um and then after that it became an apartment complex Ooh. but now you can't go into it at all they do ghost stores around it and talk about it and stuff really yeah um they probably don't let a whole lot of people in because all their history and how they i mean just yeah i mean who wants to go through and really go through i wouldn't want to go through that me neither after knowing that. well okay so and then also i found this really interesting so in the 2000s nicholas cage owned it own the house. Oh my god! And he's like, people couldn't buy or anything, but he's rich. He can get anything he wants. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I was like, wow. That's crazy. Oh, Nicholas Cage bought in a haunted house. Yeah, I was like, yeah. it didn't say if anything Baby. happened while he was there, but I was like, whoa. <laughs> um. So, um. Okay, I'm gonna refer back to the show for a second. So, okay, if you remember of how like. Madame LaLaurie died. She, okay, in the show, she didn't really die, but it did say that, like, she was, she was, the voodoo witch person, she was set, she gave something to make her immortal, which obviously that wouldn't have happened in the real world, but she was made immortal, and she had to watch her whole family get hung in front of her because they found, because the voodoo witch was African American, too. Oh, yeah. So she gave the white woman, Madame LaLaurie, a something potion or something to make her immortal and then um she went outside because she heard banging and stuff and her family was tied up in a tree and they hung them wow. and then she was buried in a box under concrete and then that's whenever the witches found her like a hundred centuries later Gee, or crazy. so well and then also in the show she would paint her face with their blood the slave's blood Oh, my God. She was that twisted? Yeah. You don't remember that in the show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she would literally paint it, and she'd have one of the helpers go and drain it off of them. So, man, some of that stuff they were showing on American Horror Story was really true. The bitch really was doing that stuff. I couldn't find for sure if she was, like, doing the blood and stuff, but, like, she had the slaves helper all the time. Not oh this. I keep God. on saying slaves, but, like, the people she was helping, hired to clean and stuff, she they were black. Or African American, so obviously she was trying to find some torture in them because I don't. Back then, I don't know why, but everyone hated them. I know why, yeah. but like, um, it was just we was stupid back then. Um, but she was one of the really, 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 really mean people. Like, 
believe in torturing them and stuff. So, and she would, like I said, make them torture their own and stuff like that. That's crazy. So, um, okay, so that's kind of like the history and stuff. Um, so I'm going to give you guys some of, excuse me, some of the ghost stuff happening. Okay, so. What's the heps? Oh, okay, so. It, people refer to instead of referring it to Lala Lori or Lala Lori Lala Lori's mansion, they refer to it as the haunted house in New Orleans. It's the haunted house um, of New Orleans. And there is over two hundred reports of paranormal activity in that house. Shoot, I bet with that girl, no wonder what that woman was doing there. She was doing that to them. Oh yeah. To them poor people. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um. And then people say they hear moaning and footsteps, and they feel um, taken over by an extremely negative energy, which I'm guessing either is the slaves that she had captured of, like, how they fell in that moment, or it's her. <laughs> um, and they hear screams of the innocent, basically. Yeah. So, this isn't, like, a ghost thing. It kind of is, but it isn't, and it's also kind of history. So, the wife of Madame LaLaurie and... Wait, the wife. The husband... <laughs> Um, of uh, Madame Lori and herself, they would get some of the slaves and they would conduct medical um, experiments on them. So mm, they, or not experience, like torture, basically. Too. So they had a caged woman who had they had their they broke her limbs and what? they yeah they broke all of her limbs and they set them unnatural um, angles to resemble a cage. To resemble a what? A cage. Her arms. Her arms, legs, all her limbs. Ah. Like, they broke them. And then there was... Um, that woman was twisted. I How know. How did you do that? And then they gave somebody a mut- mut- mutilated sex change. Yeah. I didn't even know they had those, but I didn't know that that was a thing back then. I didn't know people know how to do that. I didn't think they knew how to either. Um, she was twisted. Yeah, and then they removed um, another woman's limbs to, and they like added a, they added circular pieces and stuff, and stuff to resemble a calipiter. Like they, calipiter, cali- calipiter. they uh, rearranged basically her body to look like a calipiter. And then they also did something to another person to make their face look like a gargoyle. Wow. So yeah. Um, there were seven um, slaves that were suspended from uh, nooses or whatever, the things that you hang by, and they were badly uh, mutilated, mutilated. So she just had bodies hanging around? Literally? Everything. Literally anything you can think of she did to them. Um, just leave them sitting there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, so there was also, like, the fire or whatever. Two of the slaves got out, but they died, like, almost immediately after. Jeez. So... Yeah. It's okay, so I guess it's not really like ghost stuff. It's kind of more of history, but like back like I said that I pretty much said that there was just like the normal you can yeah. hear. But yeah. So yeah, it is messed up, but like I don't I've just find it inter- interesting because of American horror story. Very interesting. I but <laughs> Yeah, I honestly didn't know it was based off a real story and then I was looking up stuff and Well, that's kind of cool about that American horror story. They yeah, they They pretty much every every series 
they, it's, they talk about. I mean, whatever they talk about is uh, it's real. Yeah, I mean, it really happened. I mean, they put their Hollywood twist on it. Yeah, but it it, it really happened. Yep. And it's crazy how. Okay, well, I'm going to let you take um, the next story. Okay. So, I think you're doing the goat man, right? Yes, I am, Mr. Goat Man. Mr. Goat Man, how you doing today? Okay, mine is... Mine's on the Goat Man... And this story This story um a lot of white noise. It's so white. Yeah. Oh, it's so humid in here today. No, my sunburn hurts. <laughs> oh yeah, she went uh, swimming yesterday like all day and half the night got sunburnt. Like I'm <laughs> red like as an apple. Okay, boys and girls, here we go. The Goatman's Bridge. Right around the town of uh, Gorneth, yeah, Gorneth, Texas, in Denton County, is a small town of Alton, Texas. It was the uh, county seat for a decade. But when the uh, county seat moved in 1857, it basically killed the town. Just, it went from, you know, having a good community and building up because the cap, you know, because the uh, state's the courthouse and all that was there. So, yeah, there, it was a booming town, but then it moved, like I said, in 1857, and that killed the town. So, there probably wouldn't much, nothing left of it after that. And then uh, in 1884, long after the town had died and people left, they built an iron bridge across uh, Hickory Creek. Mm. And uh, they named it Copper Road, just south of, Alt- of Alton. It was built by the King Bridge Company of Cleveland, Ohio, and it is about 145 feet long. Jeez. Yeah. It was put to use for a working bridge for the, uh, for the, for the century, you know. That was the basically the, they say working bridge. They they made it a good iron steel bridge like that, so people could haul their horses across. And it was still built in the buggy days. So they had to make it strong enough for the horses and horses the... and stuff. Well, then after a while, it kind of got the name of the old Alton Bridge, but it's better known as the Goatman Bridge. It was. It was shut down in 2001 when a new bridge and a new road was built just to the west of it, I think they said. And the legend says you can see a man with goats crossing the bridge sometimes. But say, like, why? Who does that? That's what I'm getting to. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My boy Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got a little bit ahead of myself. Well, anyways, there was this, uh man who moved down there and uh, he uh, started a business right on the other side of the bridge he started a business of uh, he was uh, selling goats well he uh, was selling the goats and all that and making a pretty good profit well this guy was uh, he was an outsider he wasn't like a home 
home guy, you know. He was an outsider, and you know how the people back then felt about outsiders and shit. So, a mob got together, which was very, very mean of them. Uh, a mob got together and went across his bridge, because the bridge, and went to his house, burned his house down, and hung him. You know, and they did all this just because they was jealous of the prophet, because he was making real good money. With he the, wasn't like African American or anything, was he? Yeah. Oh, that's probably also yeah, why. Yeah, that's why I just I didn't want to get into that. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyways, <clears throat> people went over there and killed him and his family and fucking hung him, poor guy. Jeez, yeah. people were assholes back then. Oh, God, yeah. I people mean, are still like yeah. that, but... <laughs> I mean, jeez, they just went to this house and did that. Well, then, too, back then, though, if you was... I'm, I'm not lying. If you was an outsider, they didn't want you around. They didn't like you, especially back then when a lot of the foreigners were coming over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they people did not like that at all. So they say, like, he haunts the bridge now? Oh, yeah, he, um... Because that was his thing, I guess, that he would take the goats across the bridge sometimes to go graze in another part of the field or something. And uh, that's what he was, you know, would do. Well, he they say his ghost, you can see his ghost sometimes pushing them cows around. I'm pushing the sheep <laughs> up and down the bridge and stuff. And then sometimes they say if you honk your horn, you'll see the uh, you'll see his image sitting there on the side of the bridge when you drive by. Oh, see, I thought you were gonna be talking about like the actual like goat goat man, like yeah. with the horns. Yeah, that's for... what I thought that story was gonna be. But no, this this story goes. That's why they, he's called the goat man because he raised goats. And his ghost, uh. his actual ghost still haunts the area and stuff. Because, you know, because the way he freaking died. Yeah, that was, was messed very up. very brutal. Yeah. Jeez. You know, that's, <laughs> a, that's a thing, man, I've noticed. I mean, that's why a lot of these ghosts are here, you know. The ways they died and went out, you know. Well, just, and a lot of them, too, they can't, like, find peace. Yeah. Well, especially a guy like that. Come on, you know. He had a good business. And then all of a sudden, these assholes come in. and We're going to burn it down and kill your family because we don't like you because you're a different kind of Yeah. Just, uh, but yeah, his supposedly his spirit still haunts the bridge. Like I said, sometimes you can still see you know him pushing his goats across the bridge and all that. And then like you go across it and honk your horn, you'll see him uh, at night too. Oh really? Yes. Okay. Well, do you think we have time for one more? I think we do, brown cow. Okay, guys. So. This one's probably going to be a little shorty, but I'm going to be talking about the Jerome Grand Hotel in Arizona. So, let's get on with her. Okay, so it was built... Sorry, I just kicked dog in the face. So, it was built on top of Cleopatra... Cleopatra Hill. Um, and it was... It's overlooked... Is that in Egypt? Cleopatra? <laughs> No, it's in Arizona. And it's overlooking the, um, the something valley. I don't even want to try to pronounce it because I will ruin it. It's overlooking a valley. And it's it, you can basically see the entire like city. Um, it's five stories high. It's made of concrete and stuff, you know. So it was originally concrete a hospital. and steel. It was originally a hospital. And Asylum, too. So, it was built as the United 
um, Verd, I think that's how you say it, hospital in the late, um, 1920s, and it, the, it closed in 1950s, um, and then the hospital opened, or not the hospital, the hotel the opened, hotel. and, um, Killing me here. Sorry, I. Why are we pausing so much? Um, it opened after that, after they they had to reconstruct everything because it was a hospital. Obviously, you can't open a hotel when there's like no beds. Yeah. And everything. Oh sure, yeah you can. I do it all the time. <laughs> um. Also, the yeah. main attraction for the town was a it was a coal not a coal a copper. Mining, Macapa. copper mining. So it like it closed in like 1950, but then it came back in like the 1970s. So like it was back and forth. Um, Another, so it was a, it was a little old mining town. Yeah, um, but that's. I mean, there wasn't really like that much history. You know, there was it. a lot of them boom towns like that, that were like popped up overnight and they lasted for about, you know, three, three to five years and then they're gone. And there's not that much history about them. Yeah. At all. Yeah, like this one doesn't really have a lot See, of history. See, that's another thing, too, I was thinking about we could do on our show. We could look up old ghost towns, too, and tell stories about the old ghost towns. Yeah. Because there's a million in Texas. I mean, they're all over the south, especially out there like Arizona, all that, because of the gold rush. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, the, uh, yeah, well, the hotel, hotel um, still experienced some stuff from the hospital because there was an operating room on the third floor, and there's obviously still all of the floors. So, and the most of the deaths that I'm going to talk about happened on the third floor, which is where the operating room was. Um, That's where we're standing at, third <laughs> floor. And the hospital treated minors and um, those people who suffered from a deadly epidemic. I guess there was one going around or something. It might have been a tuberculosis thing. Yeah, because tuberculosis. When was that uh, hot and heavy, that town? The Oh, it was like 1950s, 1970s. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Never mind then. I thought it was started in the 1800s. No, I messed up. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> I see. said 18, and I was like, nope, never mind. So, <laughs> but it, so it started in the 19, 19, in the 1950s? The coal mining, yeah. Oh, okay. Coal mining. Coal I mean, mining. not copper. God dang it. I mean, copper, yeah. Copper. What's the, yeah. So, okay. That's all Okay, so history. anyways, it's a town that started in the 1950s from copper mining. Yeah, I didn't say when it started because okay, the the hospital was there in 1927 and it closed in 1950, and that's whenever the uh, copper mining got cool. That's whenever the copper mining got like um, popular, but then it. I see. So, so the town was there for a while. It just didn't get its name because of copper. Y- yes and no. Like it, the, it was going away and coming back. They couldn't make up his mind if they like it or not. So, okay. We hate um, it. We like it. I don't like you, <laughs> Copper. I love you, Copper. Okay, so I'm going to talk about, like, the rooms because, like I said, I there's not really that much. Um, what about the rooms? There's not that much history. Okay, so Let room. Me, hey, wait, before you say anything, was there a any woman that killed herself on her wedding night? Um, No, but there are really? people that killed themselves. Wow. Well, for a while, every time he told a story about a hotel, there was some girl who killed herself. Yeah. These kind of have to do with, like, I think some of them have to do with, like, the coal mining and the maintenance the coal and stuff. Mining. I keep on saying coal, but it's not coal. It's, um, 
copper. So every time I say copper, it's not co- It's co- Frick. <laughs> it's cotton. Why are you talking like this, mate? <laughs> it, sorry. Okay. It's copper. We're going back to the rooms. Okay, so it, room 32, there is 32. assortment 32. of paranormal activity in there. And there's also a lot of death in that room. So one man, like he was in a wheelchair, he literally wheeled himself off the balcony. Oh my God! He must have been really, really been pissed off at life. And then another person shot himself in the head in that room. Damn! See, and that's another thing. It, uh, there's there's always a room where everybody goes to commit suicide. Yeah. Remember that one you said? It was that uh, she killed herself on her wedding night, and then twenty years later, another, another woman one did it. That's crazy. I know. Um, so the doors, they're open and close on their own. Faucets turn off and on. Um, they hear noises a lot, too. And also, you can hear the, like, an old hospital gurney, gurney, like, rolling across the floor. Wow. And the hospital wasn't, hasn't been operating for a long time. That's crazy, man. Um, they do see a bearded miner. Like an it's old, an old bearded miner, yeah. I tell you, man. <laughs> and past patients walking around. <laughs> you can also hear what, what wailing, like really deeply crying and heavy breathing. <sighs> yeah. Um. You can hear pacing of people and like in the hallways and stuff, like going, like going back and forth and like up and down stairs and stuff. But there's literally no one there. Like you That's can. Crazy. Yeah. Um. Also, there is an elderly miner. I guess that might be the bearded miner. The elderly miner. Yeah, he haunts, or she haunts the second and third floor. Why did she do that? Oh, and there's a spirit of a small boy and an old lady dressed in white. Small boy with little old lady. Um, there's, uh, I don't think I ever said it. Hmm. Okay, well, there was a per a caretaker, a person who fell in the, like, okay, you know how we talk about the elevator shafts, people getting pushed in them and murdered? Like, oh, in the yeah. last time? Well, they, I don't know how, they didn't say how this guy died, but apparently he got, like, found underneath the elevator shaft, and he was squished to death. Oh, my God. So, I don't, they so think. they didn't know he was there, and they just kept going. Yeah, they think, they going said. down. That the um, elevator, oh, yeah, because the elevator was working perfectly fine, so they think they got, he, that he got murdered. Like, someone pushed him in there on oh, purpose. Oh, my God, it's so basically somebody killed him. And it's like, no one to find him under here, see? And then they did, but they don't know what happened. But they Jesus. people think, think he got how murdered. Many times he got smashed. Oh God! Just think of finding it. It would be like a big old, it'd yeah, be like a human pancake. Well, that guy that got died, he messes with the elevator power. What the flimity flam? Yeah, and it's not like how it was then. It's like actual yeah. elevators. So wow. yeah, that's pretty much all I have. But. I think we had some pretty good stories today. The Sorry, goat, I'm over goat. here stuttering and stuff. My sunburn hurts so bad. I just wanted the to get man up. The goat man got everybody. I thought I was going to be actually talking about the actual, you know, goat man. I know. That's what I thought, too. Yeah, that's what I thought. Then I started reading into the story, and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. It was still a pretty good story, though. Yeah. So... Okay, well. But uh, next time, I think I'm going to dig into some of the stories my brother told me from uh, Oklahoma. From Westville? Yeah, yeah. There's some good old stories around there. Yeah, there is. And like I said, guys, we uh, really need y'all to hit them subscribe buttons and like our stuff and everything and keep downloading. And like Lexi said, we're on iTunes now. 
And we're also, like I said, the email's open. Just send us send whatever us you want. Or like I said, you can always send us stories if you don't feel like putting it out there on Twitter or Instagram. Or like I said, you can always DM us. Oh, yeah. On those. Or send us emails. Whatever you want. Just do it. And a big thank you to everybody liking our stuff and listening to it. Thank you to everybody that's over there in Europe, you know, liking our stuff. That's Oh, yes. Cool. Thank you so much. It's and thank awesome. thank you to our uh, Brazilian friends down south. Love you guys too, man. That's pretty awesome. But y'all just keep listening and keep subscribing and liking and everything. And we'll be dropping a. We can I don't know. We y'all let us know. Do y'all like hearing it's on Mondays or would y'all like it on Fridays, Wednesdays? Yeah. What day do you guys want us to drop it? Because yeah, right now you know. we're kind of keep dropping them at like Monday at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Or we can drop it as soon as we make it. Or like, what do you guys want yeah, us what to do? What do you guys want us to do? Y'all want us to have it so y'all can have it for Friday at work or. Just you know, let whatever. us know, and we'll do it. We'll work around y'all, man. Y'all are what keeps us here doing it, guys, and we love doing it. We'll get some good old stories planned out future down the way and further on down the road. So, And we're trying we're to just, plan a really cool Halloween special, too. Yes. Even though it's like four months in advance. Yeah, well, good thing we got 4th of July to practice with. And, yeah. Because I'm not letting everybody come in a room and jump around like Yeah, circus. we had a cookout the other night at uh, my aunt's house. Oh, my God, yeah, it was awful. Yeah, we tried to do a live podcast, and it was crazy well because everyone's like oh my god what are you doing what are you doing and then everyone wants to touch everything the minute we start recording and you can't do that yeah but okay guys just stay tuned stay tuned stay tuned and uh we'll uh see you guys see next you guys week later man and thank you guys for listening and y'all be safe don't be sorry stay away from the boogeyman and look under your bed for you go to bed make sure your door's shut <laughs> you know check all the eyes and you know make sure you tease across we don't need no uh, boogeyman's getting y'all And y'all be safe now. You hear? Bye. Bye.